First off, let me welcome everybody to our town hall meeting as we get together on Facebook here. This is a, a new uh topic that we're going to talk about uh, in, in a sense that we're going to be focusing in on an age group those who are 30 and under 30 ish 30 ish you like 30 ish i like 30 ish too i wish i were 30 ish but we do have people who are are probably taking a lot better care of their bodies than some of us who back in the past didn't went through that age period and really really didn't think too much about it in the uh, studio with us is tyler brannon of course and she is the ceo of optimal bio and tyler if you wouldn't mind just take a moment uh, for those who may be meeting you for the very first time to tell us a little bit about yourself yeah i my name is tyler brannon as you said i am the ceo of optimal bio i've been here since 2018. Um, i also am a health coach so it's kind of that's the background. I really love nutrition and wellness, and so it's one of my passions. So I'm excited to talk about it today. And uh, Catherine Baker, you welcome. Uh, and obviously, you fit into that age group. And again, we were talking a little bit about uh, staying healthy. And you're, you've got a mindset that is all about being healthy. But tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a certified yoga instructor, and I help with some marketing here at Optimal Bio. But just try to eat healthy and work out and try to focus on wellness well, i'll tell you what that's for a lot of people when they were young that's not something we uh, we did focus on and and now more than people are and robert simmons uh, tell us a little bit about yourself hey i am a certified personal trainer and i've been training in a boutique fitness setting for the last eight years um prior to that i was a strength and conditioning coach at a high school so i worked mainly with kids um so it's been fun having that background and then transitioning into adults which is a completely different demographic and workout uh type well let's talk a little yeah, bit yeah so robert was actually my trainer when oh, i was, was um in school at south carolina yep right. so he taught you everything you know he taught me everything i know yeah and every time i he's the best every time i go visit columbia I go work out with him. Well, that is very cool. Well, tell me a little bit about what you do. Who wants to start? Do you want to just go first, Tyler, about what do you do for exercise? I mean, uh, what what works for you? Yeah, so I used to, I grew up playing soccer, always very active, and I just loved working out. So um, I used to do a lot of HIT, like interval training workouts. But um, this past year, I actually had to switch to Pure Bar, um, and I love it. And we'll go into more details about like why I switched. But so right now, I do Pure Bar about four to five times a week, and then do HIT workouts probably three uh, times a month. How about you, Catherine? Um, I also grew up playing sports. I've always been pretty active, and then was a runner all through high school. And running causes a lot of stress on your body, so I started doing yoga. Um, when I was about 18 and have since really fallen in love with it. So I do a lot of yoga and I run probably three or four days a week and then mix in some HIIT workouts as well. Robert, is Tyler holding up her end of the bargain? You taught her everything she, she knows. Is she doing it right? She seems to be doing well. What about you? What do you do? I am more on the weightlifting side. I probably lift weights two to three times a week um, and I'll do cardio one, maybe two times. Um, but I really enjoy weightlifting. That's the biggest part. Well, maybe we can talk a little bit about routines. Uh, and I know it's probably important to get into a routine. And, and how many days, for instance, a week do you actually exercise? And um, is it important to space that time interval out? Yeah. 
Um, do you want to start or I'll start? I actually, Robert's going to think this is very funny. I work out in the mornings and I'm a huge believer. Oh, I know. I know. So when I used to work out with Robert, we did afternoon evenings and he would always say, you need to work out in the morning. It's so much better. Like you should work out in the morning. And I said, I will never work out in the morning. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. Like that's just like, I'm not going to do it. But now that when I can't work out in the morning is like the worst. So I just, I think the morning is great. I mean, it burns more fat, but also once your day gets going, you might not know if you're going to be able to get your workout in and you need to get your workout in. I just, you schedule it like you have a meeting. So I work out probably five times a week in the morning and it just gets my day started. How about you? You too? Are you a morning person? I am. I really like working out in the morning just because I go to work during the day and like Tyler was saying, you never know what's going to come up or how you're going to feel by five o'clock. And a lot of times that's exactly when I don't want to work out. So I try to get up and get it done. And then if I feel like it, I'll do something else after work, like a yoga class or something to kind of unwind from the day. And Robert, the morning, a favorite for you as well? Uh, I do like the morning. Uh, it's a little harder now because I've convinced my clients that it's the best time to work out as well. Um, so I've been more of a midday person, but I love doing it in like exercise in the morning just for every reason Tyler said. Uh, you just don't know what your day is going to do. Um, but yes, like you said earlier, you do need to space those days out. I think it's good for your body and just longevity of exercise as a whole well this might be a silly question but why why do you exercise i mean you guys all look great why is this important i'll start um my parents have always exercised a decent amount so i kind of grew up watching them do that and figured that i should do the same uh but now i'd say it's a good form of stress relief um i feel like i haven't fully woken up unless i work out in the morning weirdly enough uh so i just it gets my day off to a good start and I, I don't know, it just makes me feel better. Robert, would you concur? I would agree with all that. Um, I think some people exercise to kind of justify eating bad. Uh, so it makes them feel, even though they shouldn't eat bad, working out kind of helps make that feel better. Um, I do it just, I, I've gotten into a routine and seeing some of my clients have health issues, I just never wanted that to be me as i gotten older so it's very important to me and i should mention that for those on facebook watching if you have any questions or comments uh, please don't hesitate in fact we encourage you to join in the conversation well tyler let me ask you then why do you exercise i know it's part of your profession as well but you've been doing it long before this yeah same like what Catherine and uh, robert were saying i grew up being very active i played soccer uh, my entire life but then when I got to college I wasn't playing soccer anymore so um, it's kind of like the wellness aspect like you feel so much better physically and mentally and you know it starts my day and I love that sweat it's just I feel like it structures you and it makes your brain work better and um, it's I think people really need to realize like it's a physical aspect but it's a huge mental it's such a positive thing for your mental health too. Well, let me go to Robert. Robert, I mean, you do this, and you've been doing it for quite a while. Uh, over the past year, have you changed? And over time, have you changed your routine and learned new things? I mean, have you? Yes, that's one of the fun parts of being a trainer is 
our continuing ed is learning, I mean, where fitness is going and getting to try different concepts and kind of making it your own. Um, so it's fun to be able to travel to a new place, take what would be their local um, workout place and just seeing how different Cary could be than Columbia um, as far as fitness and exercise. What about you, Catherine? I mean, does it ever get boring? Have you changed it up because of boredom or because you found, hey, this this works better? Um, I mean, with a running, I feel like it gets old after a couple months of running a lot. So I'll switch that up. My mom got a Peloton bike. So during quarantine, that's been one of my favorite things to do. Um, it's pretty motivating and it forces you to actually do something when you don't feel like doing it. How about you, Taylor? Yeah, so I actually, I used to always do HIIT workouts. And then um, I was going through some health issues and I realized that the inflammation from the HIIT workouts that it happens and like it's supposed, it's good to be inflamed from the workout. It was actually making me sicker. So it was good for me to realize to step back and see what was the workout that I needed to do. And that's when I made the switch to Pure Bar. And it kind of goes back to what Robert was saying, that rest and listening to your body is so important. It makes a huge difference because it actually can derail your progress if you don't rest or if you don't do the right workouts for your body. Well, how has it impacted you guys? If I could ask this, I mean, uh, it's always, I know when I was younger, I was thinking, boy, I really do need to get healthier and exercise, but I never got around to it. What, what has changed? How has it changed your life? Let me put it that way. Exercise, having a routine, how has that made you healthier and a, and a, and a better person? You want to go ahead, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, I would say, not that I'm a bad person when I don't work out, but I feel I like I'm not my best when I don't work out in the morning. Um, just there's just something off, you know. And it just I really think it just sets your day. I keep saying the same thing over and over, but it's just there's a structure to it, and you feel better. So if you feel better, then you're gonna do better the rest of the day. I think I would agree with that. I feel like when I sleep through my alarm, or I'm like, oh, I'll just sleep in today. I don't really want to work out. Then I'm just so disappointed in myself throughout the day that then I'm not in a good mood and I'm taking it out on other people. So it's better if I just stick to it and keep going. Well, Robert, you're a trainer. Have you ever been injured in exercise? And, and for those who might be thinking about maybe starting it up and, and getting into a routine, what are some tips you might have to prevent injuries? The, the recovery day is so much more important now than ever, I think, in fitness because there are, like, like Tyler was saying, you need to do what's right for your body. But a lot of people just do what's n normal, like what everyone else does. And so they are actually hurting themselves um, by not listening to their body. And so that rest and recovery and figuring out what works best for you is the easiest way to prevent injuries. How do you make your workouts for each of your clients? Uh, that's a good question. They, I will normally group people with the same goals. Um, and based off of that, the, I don't, the workouts are what they like, but I think the accountability of having someone else with, with similar goals and doing the same thing, I think they like, we're all getting the same workout it's up to me to kind of hold my accountability part of it um, to get the results. 
Well, that all makes sense. I'm curious, how do you keep all of your clients motivated to keep working out? That's another good question. They are, I think once they, once you get a change and like y'all are saying, a lot of people now it's a part of their, I mean, mental health, they just don't feel right if they don't work out. And I think that, I mean, getting that part, like making sure they're mentally right and physically right, I think they keep coming back because they realize they can do this forever. Can I ask this, and this is from someone who doesn't exercise regularly, and that is, and I should, and that is, how long does it take to start feeling better from your routine? Now, I, I know when I started to exercise, it was hard. It was hard getting over that hump. How long is does it normally take for somebody who's thinking, hey, I'm going to give this a shot? Yeah, that's a good question. Robert might answer this better, but I would say just a few days. Because I think, I think it's a very quick realize, like, wow, I do feel better. Oh, I might have, like, worked out, so I'm not going to eat that donut for breakfast. I think the changes are pretty quick. But it also has to go into, you have to choose what you like. Because if you're running and you hate running, then you're not going to stick with it. I would agree with that. I also think that the good thing about fitness nowadays is there's so many options and there's so many studios and different things to try out so you do have a lot of ways to differentiate your workout routine but a lot of the studios offer like a 30-day trial or a week free or something like that and it just takes having the dedication to go like every day for a week to realize that you really like it or maybe you hate it and that's not the workout for you but it has you motivated to try new things so doesn't it take 21 days for to create a habit so to do it consistently for 21 days. Can you, can you do it by yourself? I mean, or how important is a trainer or Optimal Bio or somebody who go to a gym? Or Can you do this on your own or do you need help? Yeah, I mean, I'll start and then I'll... I, because people ask me, especially my siblings, um, are like, you know how to work out. Why do you go to the gym? And for me, it's like, yeah, I know how to work out on my own, but it goes back to what Robert was saying, the accountability. Um, and you, it's more fun like you want to enjoy your workout and so for me it's the accountability it's I know they're going to push me harder uh for Robert like I'm not going to text him and be like hey I'm not coming today and then you know and he like and I you're going to choose the gym you go to or the trainer because they're good because you want someone to push you so I think that's why I think a group fitness trainer something to kind of keep you accountable and you like that social aspect to keep going Hey, Robert, do you have any tips, uh, all of you, really, any tips for some somebody who might be starting up and ready to get into a routine? I know it sounds cliche, but they just need to start. Um, a, a lot of people are intimidated by being sore or not knowing what to do. And, I mean, I think that's where a trainer comes uh, in handy. Um and I mean, I think it's beneficial to reach out to someone who can at least get you started. But that's the, I think that is the hardest. Just got to do whatever you can do. I would agree. I have a friend who is not in the best shape, but wants to get started with working out. And she was thinking about going to like a flywheel cycling class, but signed up and then decided that she wasn't going to go because she was afraid of what people would say because she you can tell she's not in very good shape but she's afraid of being judged by that or that she might have to take a break during the class and 
for me, I'm like, once I'm in those classes, I'm not really paying attention to what anyone else is doing besides the fact that I'm like, oh, everyone else is still going. I have to keep going. Um, so I think it's just about showing up and a lot of times going to the gym or going to a fitness class or something like having a friend to go with you makes the first time that much easier to go back again. Um, so I would just recommend like finding a friend, someone to keep you accountable, like we keep saying. Yeah, and either, you know, just go for a walk with your friend to start or sign up for a class. Because I think especially if you sign up for a class, even if you're just like, usually they have like intro rates, it's like $10. It kind of keeps you. And what Kat was saying, like if you're nervous about people like judging you, I always say to people, if someone else is judging you at a gym, they have their own issues. They yeah, they're, just, they're not yeah. paying attention they're not, to what they're doing. <laughs> but I'm working out like I, yeah, I'm like in such like I'm in a zone and I'm kind of dying myself, like a good dying, you know. So you should not worry about that at all. No, I'm seeing pictures. Those people are pretty healthy in the gyms. I've seen the TV ads. I'd be intimidated. Right? No, no, you don't. You, you shouldn't be. Okay. Now you mentioned donuts, which I love. Yes. Uh, diet and exercise. Yes. They go together. Hundred percent. What should we be eating? Well, because you can work out every single day, but if you're eating donuts every day, you're not getting any, you're probably getting more unhealthy. So I, what I eat, um, I'm gluten-free, so I eat no gluten. Um, I will say I am allergic, like I have celiac, so that's one little caveat, but I'm a firm believer that no one should eat gluten. Um, <laughs> that's why I said Robert's I do laughing. have a Why reason. is Robert laughing at that? Because people are just like, oh my gosh, of course you don't eat gluten. Um, pretty low carb, so I eat a lot of vegetables, fruits, like lean proteins. I try as much as I can not to eat anything from a box, but I eat protein bars a lot. So I just like trying to find something that has the least amount of ingredients. Ingredients I know. Um, I don't eat anything, like drink anything with calories, so water, coffee, that's it, like no sodas, Gatorades, no white claws. I used to, <laughs> I used to, so I had one white claw this summer, I mean this weekend. Um, I'm more of the, yeah, I do drink alcohol, so that does have calories. That's when I save it. You have to save it, you know? Yeah. You earn it throughout the week. Exactly. That's um, good how you rationalize all that stuff. That's good. That makes uh, sense, though. I mean, it does. It has to be a healthy balance. Yeah. 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 How about you? Um, I try my best to stay away from gluten as well, which is a huge difference from when I was in high school. Like a bread basket was my best friend. Cheeses were like oh, my so favorite. Good. Yeah. Um, so I try my hardest to stay away from that. And I also just struggle with dairy, so I don't really eat that either. Um, try my best to load up on fruits and vegetables and pretty much only drink water during the week. Of course, I like to have fun on the weekends. Um, but I think that the important thing is, well, one, they say that you can exercise all you want, but you're not really going to see a huge difference until you change your diet. So I think it's hugely important. But it's also like having such a strict diet can take all the fun out of your life. So it's finding a good balance. And like maybe Saturday night when you're out to dinner with friends, like you let yourself have some chips and salsa and it's like not the end of the world. I think that's why, oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask Robert if he was a gluten guy, I'm beginning to wonder if I should get off this gluten yeah. thing. Go ahead, go ahead, no, finish I your thought. It's so important to have balance and like making those decisions. Like if you're just like eat well during the week or like just kind of mentally in the back of your mind, like no, it's Saturday, like you're gonna go out just to, or even like when you're drinking, like if I'm drinking, I know I'm gonna like eat less, 
you know, there's a balance. So I just think you should just always, I know, as I said that, that sounds horrible. But because you want to enjoy life, but you also want to be healthy so that you enjoy it. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Like going to cantina after working out with Robert, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a terrible idea. Horrible. <laughs> do you eat gluten, Robert? I, I, I do eat gluten. I'm not that strict. Um, what I tell all my clients is they have to make a, like a lifestyle change. So the biggest advice that I give them without, I mean, being a dietitian is, I mean, you should cook like eat cook vegetables um i mean try not to have stuff that's like already cooked and you just heat it up like most canned goods are like that um but to eat real foods like i think a lot of people definitely nowadays try to live off of protein shakes and and all that stuff it's good it has its place but a lot of it like tyler said they have a lot of ingredients um, so you have to be careful and not just get the newest protein powder because that's what everyone has. That's what the newest um, Instagram influencer is selling that day. Right. Yeah. Don't buy anything off Instagram. No, exactly. Um, but I think you just have to make a uh, lifestyle change. Like Kat said, a lot of it's going to be some give and take because if you let your diet consume you, then, I mean, after probably a month, you're just going to drop it. Well, and I agree with what you said about trying to make your own foods and things. My roommate decided she wanted to eat healthier and went to Costco and bought a bag of frozen broccoli and then just put it in the microwave and was like, this doesn't taste very good. And I'm like, you didn't even add salt. (laughs) Of course it doesn't taste good. I'm like, hot sauce is my best friend. I put it on everything. Me too, everything. So no gluten, but hot sauce? Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, there's gluten-free hot sauce. Mm -hmm. Primal Kitchens, yes. They like There's some good options, yeah. Yeah. I think Frank Red Hot is gluten-free too. Yeah. But it also, cooking at home is so, so important. Especially because if you take out, even if it's like a salad, like something you think is healthy, all the added oils and processed things is going to make even a piece of chicken not as healthy as if you just took the 15 minutes to cook at home. Well, I know, Catherine, you mentioned that uh, you were were really into the bread basket. So obviously your diet has changed. It has. I mean, if I'm out with friends, I might occasionally enjoy a piece of bread, (laughs) but um Yeah, I mean, it's all about balance, and I find that if I load up on, like, dairy or gluten or something like that, I just feel so tired the next day, so I've kind of, I mean, it's definitely been a learning curve, but just deciding for myself that I'd rather feel better the next day so I can work out and get way more done just during the day than I would if I, like, ate crap the day before. And that's like it's so important. It's just a lifestyle, and then you can choose how you're gonna balance it because it's not like oh I need to eat well every day. It's like oh I want to feel good, and then once you feel good, then you're gonna make those changes and those choices of how you're gonna feel the best. Robert, as a trainer, do you find that um, your clients have a difficult time not only with the exercise but more so with the diet, or are they all on board and willing to make the changes they need to make? They. Uh, one of my clients, um, uh, she started with me last summer and for probably July until October, she was like, Robert, I'm not giving up drinking. So we could do whatever we have to do, but just know I'm going to keep doing it. And then like October hit and she had not made one change. And she was like, uh, all right, 
I'll listen to you and I'll give it up. And so since November, I think she is down 30 pounds. And she started eating better, but instead of drinking every night, she limited herself to like three drinks a week. Um, and so it was just more like control. And once she started to see the weight come off is when she was like, all right, I actually believe what you've been telling me. Um, and I think she'll be a client forever, but it just takes a leap of faith. Well, Robert, I'm curious, do you have any tips for like high school age kids on how to make some lifestyle changes to be healthier? Um, see high school's tough because a lot of kids haven't, what I've seen because I've trained some like high school boys and parents will always come up to me like their 10th grade year. And they're like, I mean, why is so-and-so not as big as other kids in their grade? And kids at that age just grow so differently. Um, and so you can't compare, uh, but they have a way more structured life than they'll ever admit and so that's like the time used to be the healthiest it's probably late high school early into college because i mean you literally have periods in the day where people tell you to eat (laughs) and you have your mom cooking for you every night every night it's the easiest time of your life to be in great shape but i feel like you have such experience because of usc being there um with college students and myself as a grad student you know helping us balance school going to five points, but also being healthy. Right. Um, and with, all right, so with college kids, it's different because this is the first time in their life that they don't have much structure. And so I think the biggest thing for them is balancing their social life with um, exercise because they have to do class. Um, and most of them would rather be social than uh, exercise. And so, um, I have a lot of clients who are college age and they, they again, need that accountability of someone. They just got to get back to, I mean, eating at normal hours. I think that's the biggest thing for college kids. They either eat really late at night, um, which isn't good for digesting and a lot of things. And, uh, I mean, that's really it for them. Have you guys noticed a change in young people? Because I'm listening to you guys and I'm going, you know, um, my college days were, I made the pizza guy rich. You know, I mean, but I mean, are you sensing? No, I mean, I mean, and this is a serious question that, you know, this generation that's coming up and forward are more health conscious and do want to feel better. Am I reading too much into this? Well, you guys are healthy. Come on. I don't know. I, mean, I will just... say like my first two years of college, I was not healthy. Uh, or okay, what so I what like. changed? What changed for you then? Um, well, I felt horrible because yeah. I'm an active person. Like I just wasn't myself. And so that's how I changed. So I think there's because people are still getting late night pizza. But also, I think it has changed. I mean, even just like in the past five years, like being gluten-free and just the gluten-free options are like more out there 
like more boutique fitness I think that are like grabbing people even though Instagram could be very negative I feel like maybe because of Insta like social media you oh, see more people. interaction I mean I'd say there's some more pressures on young yeah. people to look a certain way just because they're constantly comparing themselves to what they're seeing on Instagram which isn't always a positive thing but I will agree with Tyler like I went to the University of Georgia and in the past, I just graduated last May, and in the past probably three years, there have been just tons of different fitness opportunities popping up. And I mean, they go hand in hand with Instagram because these places are hiring college age students to teach their cycling classes, or Orange Theory is now so big, so people are working out at these places more, and they're pretty good workouts typically. So I don't know that that really negates the late night pizza. I'd say that's still pretty popular. <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, and thinking about that because like on like campus gyms, like some are nice, like I'm not saying that, but I think adding the boutique is what really started, it's like it was a thing to do and everyone was going and it was just like part of your lifestyle. It was like, you we literally, like you would go to the gym and then everyone would meet later downtown. Well, it, it becomes just, part of your social life. Right, exactly. Well, that's great. Um, let me ask you this then, Robert, let's go to you first. Uh, what, what do we take away? What tips might you have f- from the perspective uh, for young people in diets? I would say make the lifestyle change and go ahead and get into, I mean, habits of eating well because um, they're still young enough that their metabolism is very high. So the exercise can come later, but the diet is the biggest thing that I think college age kids have trouble with. I would agree with that. I, um, I know a lot of people whose metabolism is still kicking pretty strong and they eat like fried chicken every day of the week or something crazy, <laughs> fast food all the time. And I just think... One, they can't be feeling that good because no matter how fast your metabolism is, that still can't make you feel that great. But eventually, that'll change. So I think just starting good habits as soon as you can and trying to feel your best every day is good motivation. For sure. And I think if you start, like, if you want to make a change or just see a lifestyle change, to track your food and track your drinks because I feel like we eat a lot more than we realize. So it's kind of tracking it for a little bit and just kind of getting to see like, oh, this is how much I'm eating or this is, I'm eating a lot of fried chicken. Like maybe I should add broccoli. Um, And like, as you've heard for the past, you know, 30 minutes, we're not saying don't have fun, but like maybe drink a Corona light, not a Bud Heavy. You know, like there's little changes you can make that make a big difference. I mean, I can speak from experience. I use, well, I still am. I love Starbucks and I would get like, you know, an iced vanilla latte every morning, which one is like $6 that I don't need to be spending. (laughs) But two, it's like (laughs) a latte is like a whole cup of milk and then like a couple shots of espresso. And then they put in, you know, however much vanilla they're pumping in there. So I still like them, but I'll have it now like as my Friday morning treat instead of having it like every day on my way to class or wherever I'm going. So it's just about, you know, challenging yourself to start small because if I tried to give it up for good, it wouldn't happen because I'd be like, oh, this is too hard. And then I'd just go down the spiral again. So I think just saying like, hey, I'm only going to go twice this week or you know, like Tyler was saying, I'm not going to drink like, you know, butt happy. I'm going to stick with Corona Light. Um, anything, any small changes that are practical. All the bad foods taste really, really good, right? So how do you keep it, keep it fun? Yeah, I guess for me, it's, I know if I eat certain foods, I'm going to feel sick and I don't want to feel sick. So that is like a good 
foundation for me. Um, so it's just like all about balance, choosing things that you know, you know what you're, you know, kind of what your schedule is going to be like. So I just say a good rule of thumb is eat well during the week um, and on the weekends. But just you could have that room or if you're going out on a Wednesday for your friend's birthday, just like have that that space that even if you have the chips and salsa, you won't feel bad. You know, you won't be like, oh, I should have done that and go down that spiral. Well, I saw something on Instagram the other day that I was like, wow, that's insightful. It was to kind of change your frame of mind so you're thinking about it more in like a positive mind frame than a negative one. So if you do go out one night and have like, you know, a whole basket of chips, the next day you're not waking up thinking like, wow, I was binge eating last night or I was binge drinking, but instead saying like, okay, I had a little bit more than I normally would, but today I'm just gonna eat like I normally would. Um, Because that does happen, like no one's perfect. You're gonna slip up every now and then or you're gonna have fun, which is, you know, (laughs) not a bad thing. Robert, how about you, yourself, and of course your your clients as well? How do you keep it fun? I would say celebrate any progress they're making. Not and not in a not. You have to make it genuine, but I think if they know they're making some sort of progress, whether it's a goal that they didn't even have, it's fun and worth coming back. Um, if they wanted to lose some weight but happened to get stronger or they get a better report from the doctor I think I mean not spinning it but letting them know that they are still making progress helps and I mean if you just say all the time that all right we're not meeting any of our goals then I mean they're gonna blame me at some point um so the more progress you can make in some area of their life helps them and I think it makes it fun to make progress I agree I think there has to be some type of goal or accountability whether with yourself or with your trainer or a combination of the two because progress it does keep you going because you're like oh like I feel better oh I lost five pounds like oh I my clothes fit better like you do want to have some milestones just to keep keep going I think what about supplements are are there supplements one could take to in addition to a proper diet and exercise that could help? Um, I take vitamin D and C. There's others. Now I can't remember them. <laughs> oh, um, I, it's, I take an iron supplement because um, I have low iron. So that I was feeling really tired. And actually, Dr. Brandon suggested that I take the iron supplement. And that's totally made my workouts better and just made me feel more awake during the day. Um, so I'd say, I mean, it could be worth getting some blood work done if you're feeling off and there are things that you can take that'll help you feel better. I think that she brings up such a good point because you really, going back to what we were started, like you have to listen to your body. So I think sometimes you, yeah, it's good to go see a doctor and get blood work done, see what's really going on because certain supplements uh, could really help you make a huge difference and then help you with that progress because it can be really defeating if you're eating well, working out, and you're still, you don't feel well, you're not making any progress. So if you don't feel well or you think something's off, like go to a doctor, like start researching to figure out what's going on. I take vitamin D as well. Um, and then I take several supplements specifically for my gut health. All right, Robert, I'm, I'm, something I'm really good at is sleeping. So let me ask you this question. I think I might uh, get an A on this. How much sleep do we need? And uh, and I'll just be, I'll ask you, how much sleep do you recommend? Uh, I think it'll vary person to person, but anywhere, bet- anywhere between six and a half to eight hours is probably good. Um, I think any more than that, then you'll notice you're 
you are more tired the next day. Um, and any less than that, same thing. Um, but I think if you can plan to have that much sleep, which doesn't seem like a lot, but I mean, that's a pretty good night's sleep. If it's at a decent hour, um, then that it's sleep is so important to your overall health as well. Well, I've heard that sleep is important for a lot of things. Tyler, why don't you weigh in on that as well? Yeah, sleep is, sleep is the only time it lets your body heal and recharge, especially your cellular health. That has to do with your health now and 20, 30 years in the future. And I'm a person that could stay up for a long time. And so I really had to make a conscious effort to like get my sleep in. Um, so I aimed seven to eight. Six and a half is good. Like That's where I... Um, really make the mark but what helped me go to sleep at a decent time was working out in the morning because I could stay up late wake up go to work but if I knew I was waking up at six to work out I knew I had to go to sleep at a decent time so now my goal is seven to eight um, and knowing I'm going to be in the gym that morning it really helps me go to sleep how about you I'm how many hours? Gosh, I'm probably the opposite of Tyler. I could not, I can't stay up late. I like am the girl who's always falling asleep during the movie. Um, I would say the thing that's really helped me, especially like when you're in high school, I feel like your parents are around. So you go to bed when you're supposed to for the most part and college, it's like a lifestyle that you stay up really late. Cause like Robert was saying, people eat dinner at like 1030. Um, I was always made fun of in college because I would go to bed at 10.30 and even to this day I do the same and then I get up at, depending on what I'm doing the next morning at 6 or 7. Um, what's helped me is actually the little clock app on my phone. I've set a bedtime for myself so at 10.15 every night I get a reminder that's like it's time for bed and then after that my phone goes on do not disturb so it's not lighting up and that light keeps your brain awake longer than it needs to be anyway so that's been really helpful for me and i will agree with robert on sundays i'll typically let myself sleep in Mm -hmm. um now that i'm used to waking up at the same time every day i usually get up at that time naturally but when i do find that i'm sleeping longer than i normally do i feel more tired during the day so i think sticking to a schedule really helps I needed that app to remind me to go to bed. I know, it's pretty handy. Got it, I should go to bed. I know this, (laughs) but I I need to go to bed. Well, Robert, you're a trainer. You are as well, Tyler, and 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 very and Kat. Kat you're, is, yeah, you're she's You're all yoga very into the. But can you can you be too serious? I mean, have you cut fun out of your life? Just I, because a lot of people would listen to this and say, "Well, when do you have fun?" Because it doesn't sound like there's a lot of fun in all of this. Well, I can start. I think, um, but you guys might agree. Yeah. Working out has just become part of my social life now and like the yoga studio that I go to and now teach at, like it's so, I love going just because I see so many people that I know and maybe in the middle of the class, I'm like, oh God, I didn't want to do this today and it's hot yoga and I'm like, I could not be any hotter right now, like this stinks, but after class I get to talk to my friends for 20 minutes or catch up with people that I don't see that often. So it just becomes like a regularly routine thing. I think if you're doing a workout that you hate, there's so many other options and like go with a friend or find friends and just like build a community wherever you're at and that'll keep you coming back. Yeah, and for me, like, I think we're all fun people in this room. Um, I'm not going to be a fun person if I feel bad, like, and, like, don't feel like my best self. And so working out makes me feel better. So, like, if I'm, like, not working out, I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh, 
I'm going to be the life of the party this weekend. You know, it's just like a whole mental thing. And I don't think you really get it unless you're in this. Like, you just have to go start it. And you really do feel so much better by and, working on it. And feeling better it. makes you Makes happier. you fun. Makes and you makes happy. you want to have fun. Oh, yeah. Can Optimal Bio help out uh, the younger audience that might be watching? I mean, I, it seems to me, this is what I'm taking away a little yeah. bit, is that it, it's tough to do it on your own. And... And every individual is is just that, an individual. Can Optimal Bio help in that respect? I think it is hard because there's so much information out there, and that's a double-edged sword. It's like it's great that there's so much information because you could kind of figure out what works best for you, but also there's so much. So it's like, what are, where do I even start? So we have a wellness program that really like just puts it very simple to make it that it's easy to do a lifestyle change. You just do it step by step. Um, we have a wellness guide that's simple. Um, we just really want to make sure people have the foundation, the tools to choose, you know, how they want to incorporate it into their lifestyle. I will say, too, that we came out with a blog a couple weeks ago for good at-home workouts to do. Um, with all of the coronavirus stuff going on, there's a lot of options out right now that are free for everyone to try. So check that out on our website. Um, the Peloton app is free for 90 days right now, and they have like every type of workout you can imagine. So grab a friend, make it a social event, go for a walk. Um, there's a lot of options on there. So check out the blog. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that's really exciting for a lot of folks, and it's kind of neat to see how folks are now gravitating to a healthier lifestyle, and uh, even long before this COVID nineteen stuff. So let me ask you all: your tips, takeaway from you know just overall wellness. Who wants to go first? Um, I can go. <laughs> um, I'd say you just have to try to dedicate yourself to not change your whole life in one week, um, but start slow and make small changes because you'll see the results and you'll feel better mentally and physically. And then once you can make that first start, then you can build on that more. And I think that's important. I completely agree. Yeah, take small steps because you want to burn yourself out and you want to give your time, your like yourself the time to figure out what you like and what works best for your schedule um, and give yourself goals, whether it be tracking your food, weighing in twice, like once a week, um, twice a month, just to see that you are making that progress because that progress does make such a big difference for you to keep going. If you're, if you're talking to someone your age, what would you say to them then? If uh, maybe they're not living the best lifestyle and they're, they're getting laid out of the sack, you know, and not feeling great, what would you say to convince them to say, hey, listen, I'm going to take that first step? Um, I love dragging people to work out with me. You do? How do you get them, how do you get them there? <laughs> I mean, you start with walks and walking is like, oh, you're like, oh, let's grab a coffee and go for a walk or something like that um, just to get people moving and then maybe like invite them over to have dinner with you where like I'm cooking and they can see that like, oh, maybe making my own food is better than like buying a frozen pizza for dinner this weekend and you can make it fun. I mean, cooking is fun. Yeah. Um, if you're with people, turn on good music. Uh, but just, I don't know. I have like a lot of people who are members of different studios too have guest passes and things like that. So it's easy to, if it's free. Most people our age like to come along because they don't have to pay sure. for it. So it's just about kind of introducing them to new things. And I know an Optimal Bio, they get a pretty good look over. So I mean, as an individual, you'll come in and whatever issues they might have, there's lots of things you can do here. But you see the, the after part as well, Tyler. So what is that like for someone who 
has first taken those first couple of steps and now you know they're down the road and feeling a lot better right and that's the thing that we keep talking about like being part of your lifestyle you feel better so you know you have a better um relationship with your family you do better at work you're happier um i really think like that internal happiness is what really sets you to enjoy life and so having the right tools in place just feeling well makes a huge difference in everything else any final thoughts I would say like what Catherine what Kat was saying was just, you know, just make like go for a walk, bring your friends along, um, hold each other accountable. Like I and then people will start asking questions like, oh, that's what you're eating. That's what you're drinking. Oh, you seem happy. You know, just different things like I one day for one of my friends, I walked around Whole Foods for literally an hour and took pictures of every brand, every like thing I eat just to like because you want your friends to feel good, too. And just to know like what you've learned over the past couple years. Well, I think uh, it's obvious that it's made a big difference in both of your lives and Robert's as well, and that you do feel better. And I would suggest, I guess, the first place to start might be at uh, Optimal Bio's website. There's a lot of information there. And of course, uh, you're more than willing to take any questions or and get hooked up and talk to you, Tyler and uh, Dr. Brenner, whatever. Yeah, I'd say our website has tons of information. Um, Go sign up for a class right now. You know, download an app to start working out because apps are amazing. Uh, they're very structured, but you can do them at home. You can do them on your own time. A lot are free. Uh, start tracking your food. Go outside at night. It's so nice. It's the summer. So, And if you're looking for any recommendations and it's easier to message us on Facebook or Instagram, we're also responding on there. So we'd love to help out in any way. So there's absolutely no excuse. No. None whatsoever. No excuse. And you will feel so much better. And you can still have that drink at the beach. And, and be like, yeah. yeah. If you need someone to hold you accountable, we can do that. All right. I know you can. Well, thank you both. And Robert, uh, as well. And for all of you joining us on Facebook today, we appreciate it. And as I said, don't hesitate to, to call or message us. And we'd, we'd love to talk with you until we talk again. Yes. Thanks, thank guys. you.